Hey guys, what's up? This is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, where we talk about shortcuts, secrets, and truths we wish we knew 20 years ago about being disabled. Together, let's take over your disability with a winning mindset and learn to live life the way you want. Hey everybody, Isaac here. And this is Joshua. And you're listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart. Humor. Humor. Being funny. Uh, specifically, uh, being able to find humor uh, in your struggle. And I think that if, if you're going to live your life being disabled uh, or, or struggling in some capacity, that you need to be able to laugh. You need to be able to find humor in certain situations. And you need to be able to allow things to kind of roll off your, your shoulder. Uh, would you agree with that, Josh? Yeah, I definitely agree. You need to be able to roll with the punches. Ha. <laughs> I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> See, that's that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I'm going to jump into this. I'm, I'm going to bring up an article real quick and read just a little bit of it. Um, oh, yeah, you got into some trouble over the weekend, didn't you? I a little bit of trouble. A little <laughs> bit of trouble. Um, yes, I did get into some trouble over the weekend. And uh, I... I can't bring it up exactly because uh, I don't I don't know where it's at or how to get to it. Uh, but basically what happened is in Decatur, Illinois, uh, there was a high school student that was paralyzed at the age of four. And he's a basketball player and uh, he has a letter of intent to, to play for Southwest Minnesota State University. And in the yearbook, they put him as most accident prone. (laughs) Um, And I think that that's funny. Uh, And that's, you know, that's, but that's my personality. Uh, And, and I think I've I've mentioned to you before that if you're typically, if you're disabled, you kind of have a a different perspective on humor and sometimes it can be a little dark, uh, but still funny. But um, the the boy was uh, upset. The mother was upset. And, uh, you know, the mom said that they could have acknowledged him for many other things instead of mocking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and while I do agree that, you know, it's not awesome to completely be identified as being disabled. And as an example, I uh, in the yearbook, I was one of I was voted uh, most musical. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really awesome uh, that I was identified and recognized for something that didn't have anything to do with my disability. So I, I understand that part. Uh, but at the same time, dude, you were in an accident and you're voted most accident prone. That's yeah. hilarious. That's yeah. really funny. But he funny. he was he was upset and they said that people were teasing and laughing at him. Well, I without reading the whole article. Um, which this should be a lesson to people. I I posted on it that that this was funny, or that something like is one of the funniest things I'd ever read, or something like that. Do you want me to find it, your your post? Yeah, actually, I'm looking at I'm looking for it right now. I'll, yeah. I'll bring it up while I'm talking. You got it. Got and it. oh, it's a long post. You can read it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said this is one of the funniest things that I that I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. And a gentleman said, if you think this is funny, you're sick. Uh, which I thought, wow, that was a little 
Now he said that he said that without knowing you. Right. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't know me or anything. So mm-hmm. I I posted in response to him. I posted a picture of me to show him that I was indeed in a wheelchair. And I basically said um, that I've been unable to walk since 95. So I've been living 23 years in a wheelchair and it's allowed me to develop a sense of humor. Uh, and I feel like that sense of humor is lacking in the disabled community mm-hmm. and it's lacking in the, the ambulatory community because it's very taboo to, to make jokes and to tease. And, and, you know, if, if you're doing it hurtfully, then obviously it shouldn't be done. Yeah. But you can, you can really tell in most cases if something is being done tongue in cheek or if it's being done out of spite and, you know, in, in an intent to humiliate someone. Yeah. I think the, the intense, the intent and the context is hugely important in a lot of these situations. Right. And I mean, there's, there's also another, another Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Gentleman. uh, And uh, you know, he, he posted that it was, funny as well and he's in a wheelchair so i mean i'm i know that you and i and he was in a wheelchair he was in a wheelchair from a car accident too oh okay i didn't i didn't see that far yeah yeah. um so so like how you approach this you know is going to depend on on how it's going to affect you Mm -hmm. and i it seems so crucial to me to take this concept and step outside of this specific situation and go on to something uh like uh, to in in real life you know not that this isn't real life but you know something that could affect it, uh, anybody and that's if you're out and and somebody you know makes a joke or they they uh they're uncomfortable about something all that's doing if you uh, respond in a negative way, all that's doing is perpetuating this I, this stigma of, you know, you can't talk about disabled people. Mm-hmm. You can't joke with them. You can't have fun with them. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, I, I don't know. I, I can't describe how for me uncomfortable it is when I'm around other people that are disabled that don't have a sense of humor because I know that they have to absolutely hate me because <laughs> I make jokes nonstop about yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's, <laughs> I, I do it because you, I like it and because it helps me get through. Could you, could you imagine, um, have you ever seen the movie, a streetcar named desire or seen the play? No, I haven't actually. No, it's a super, uh, it's, it's written by Tennessee Williams and, uh, the movie has Marlon Brando in it, and it's super famous for his scene when he's outside of uh, his apartment and trying to get his girl back. And in the scene, he's he's like Stella, Stella, right? And uh, right. you may have seen that. And um, yes, the and Stella in the movie is in an upstairs apartment, right? And and this may not have anything to do with what you were talking about, but. I just find it funny. Like, how funny would it would be would it be if somebody was in a wheelchair at the bottom of the stairs, yelling yeah. at Stella just because he couldn't get up there? <laughs> right. Now, see, see, that's exactly 
That's exactly the point. That's that's funny. That's yeah. funny right there. But people, would be, people that have nothing to do with people that aren't in a wheelchair or you know don't have anything vested in that would would find that offensive for me. You know, like right. I don't want anybody in any situation to be offended for me. And, and that that's where I think this. It, if, if I can put this into the right words. I think that the line for crossing is not necessarily, is this okay to mention? Is it not okay to mention? I think the line is what you said on people being offended for you. Mm -hmm. And like, I want people to stand up for me. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, You know, if, if something is going on, you know, if I'm being, um, legitimately like discriminated against or something absolutely let's stand shoulder to shoulder and fix this and and an example is when i was in high school uh, i was captain of the speech and acting team mm-hmm. and we went to a a speech meet and i couldn't get to uh one of the the stage rooms for us to do our play so and and the people like they knew that i was coming and whatnot and they didn't really do anything very much about it mm-hmm. and my one of my uh fellow students wrote an article about it and and it was published in the newspaper and it was awesome and basically it was talking about how uh you know people don't really give consideration and that the you know you're not really free and open to do whatever you want in school if you're disabled mm-hmm. and it was awesome and in that instance you know uh she she stood up for me and, you know, she was a voice for me and that was great. And that was awesome. But at the same time, if I'm just out, you know, uh, at Kroger or something doing my shopping and, uh, you know, somebody's like, Hey man, can you grab that for me? <laughs> you know, and, and I can't yeah. reach up and get it or whatever, you know, it's not up to this, the person that's, you know, shopping for granola to be like, that was very rude. How yeah. dare you? Right. You right. know, he can't, because that's actually more to me, that's more offensive whenever you start going into what I can't do. Yeah. He's like this. This gentleman is in a wheelchair. He can't get <laughs> up and do that. You should be ashamed. You know, then then right. it's no longer that's actually belittling me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yes, I know True. that I'm disabled. I know I can't reach that. But this was funny. This was a joke. So, like I said, I feel like that line isn't I, I feel like it's more. Um, I don't know. For me, it's more inappropriate for people to try to 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 try to shelter me. Maybe that's what it is. Sure. People just try to shelter, you know, because they're afraid. And and anybody that knows me knows that I'm absolutely crazy. And yeah. uh, you know, I I do crazy dumb stuff all the time. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think we we talked on an episode before about how. My friends carried me like three blocks, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just passing me off from one person to the other. <laughs> I, people may have thought I was drunk. I'm okay with that. You know, I wasn't. Um, but, you know, that's that's funny. And that I, I know I'm all over the place with this, but one of the funniest things, I have to tell the story real quick, and then we'll get back on topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was visiting a friend of mine's house, and they, they had to carry me in. Uh, cause they had stairs and whatnot and they lived in like this, it was a little 
cul-de-sac looking thing. I don't know how to explain it, but instead of houses, they were apartments Mm -hmm. and it was real, real small. So my friend picks me up and is carrying me in. And uh, there was this guy, his, his name was Tom. That was the neighbor. And he was this old man and he stood outside all the time and just stared at everybody that that came in and out of this thing. So as I'm being carried, you know, they're cradling me, carrying me, and my head's all flopping around, and I see Tom, <laughs> and I look at him, and I go, ah! <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was, I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> and uh, Tom never stood outside when I came anymore. <laughs> but, like, it was so funny. And, like, my friends yeah. and I, when we got... We barely made it into the apartment because we were laughing so hard. Yeah. You know, but for me, like to being carried in public is it it's not embarrassing, but it's something that I don't like doing. But it's necessary if I'm going to have some sort of a social life. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to deal with that, of uh, to take the um to kind of take the eyes away from me being carried, I did something funny. Well, what I thought was funny, and it made everybody laugh. And except, sure, they almost dropped me. Except laughing, Tom, right? Yeah, Tom didn't find it was funny. Uh, <laughs> but you know, so so that's how I, I I used humor to help me in that situation. Of you know, I don't I don't like being carried. My pants fall down all the time, so mm-hmm. I'm mooning everybody. And it, like I said, it's not that it's um, humiliating in any way, but it's uncomfortable sometimes, and. You know that it's it's easy for me to laugh and and to do things to uh, to kind of help everybody out. You know. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, man. I mean, it's just there's just too much going on to to be worried about offended by a joke um, or offended by by something where people were trying to joke, like. Like, okay, if you're, you can be offended by, um, somebody just this cruel, you know? And, but if you're, if you just like, you try to snake your way around to find offense to something when somebody else was just having like innocent fun, like who has time for that? You know? Right. I, I, I got so like, what I love about this podcast is like, yeah, we focus on, on like disability issues and stuff but we focus on a lot of other things that don't have to do with being disabled and like I'm worried about those things I'm worried about you know I'm worried about what I have to do today to like to make money or you know you know um, if, if I want to find a mentor or something or something like that I don't have the mental energy to be like offended by by somebody trying to be funny you know? Right. Well, something, something else that this just popped in my mind. Um, last, uh, I think it was, yeah, last month. Uh, do you remember Vern Troyer? Yes. He played, he was mini me. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in the Austin Powers movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, this whole politically incorrect, politically correct PC stuff. Right. Um, which I don't, you know, I try to stay hands off of that. Uh, Because a lot of the stuff that I say is not very PC Mm -hmm. um, because I do joke, you know, about things. But, you know, there are a lot of uh, individuals that have 
you know, uh, dwarfism and things like that, that they don't like being called short. You know, they don't like being called, you know, uh, midgets and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And but here is Vern, who was a dwarf and the dude was only is like two feet, eight inches tall. Yeah. And he played a character called mini me, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is very politically incorrect to do. Mm-hmm. But he was able to do it and have fun. And 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 he made other people laugh with his, you know, and, and it was a disability that he had. But he used his disability to uh, to get a laugh and to make things funny. And, and it's that mindset that we talk about all the time. You know, you have to change your mindset from, uh, I don't know, from being from being so stoic about things mm-hmm. and to being able to allow humor to exist. And I'm not saying that that you have to go out and make fun of people or that you're constantly making fun of yourself because that's totally different. You know, making fun of people is not the same thing as as poking and 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 making a joke. And just like, you know, you know, if you're, <laughs> you know, you know, when you've crossed the line, if you have, you know, friends of color, if you tell an off color joke. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, right. you know, your friends. Yeah. And you know what would be funny and what would be inappropriate. Same as, you know, I I know the type of joke that would be inappropriate if I told, you know, uh, a joke that might be considered a little, you know, sexist or whatever. You know, if it's about mm-hmm. a lady, you know, you know those boundaries. And but also at the same time, you know, I have an aunt that I could absolutely tell a super sexist joke to. Not that I would, but and she would think it's hilarious. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, she also worked um, as a counselor for women that were abused. Mm-hmm. OK, so she she was able to separate out, uh, you know, the, the context of what was going on because, you know, she had a great sense of humor and, uh, and and she was able to do that. And that's basically all I'm saying is that and you know, if if this if this young man that uh, was disabled at this high school, if he indeed did feel like he was being made fun of, right. that's different than people laughing at the fact that they call the most accident prone. Yeah, and people people trying to find humor in a situation is not maybe humorous, you know? Right. Right. You gotta give an effort. You gotta, you if people aren't giving an effort to it, then it's probably gonna be insensitive. But like this, you know, most accident prone to that kid is probably like a joke that they thought he was going to think was funny, you know? Yeah. It's not like they named him like most useless or something like that, you know, like. Right, right. And and some, one of the comments was like, who would who would do something like this? And then somebody responded mm-hmm. like somebody with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but having a sense of humor does it crosses over, but at the same time you can't um I, I don't know, you, you can't you can't just assume that uh that people aren't going to think it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you how how could they post that and not think that somebody's gonna laugh about it? Of right. course they're gonna laugh. Yeah. And he said and, and he said that, you know, he wanted to be known for something other than being most accident prone. 
So that to me is is telling me that, you know, he's probably not he probably didn't throw as much of a fit maybe as what his mom did, <laughs> which is kind of what the article sounded like. Yeah. And I have an overprotective mom as well. So that makes sense, you know, to me that she would, you know, she would actually she has a sense of humor as well. Uh, but, you know, I, I just feel like if you want to really succeed in 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 not allowing life to build up, you have to find a sense of humor in this. Yeah. And and this kid, I hope that he's able to see that, you know, I'm sure it was tongue in cheek. I'm sure that they didn't mean it in a mean way, you know, mm-hmm. but don't allow that. You know, you they're they're recalling all the yearbooks. Right. You know, it's like at the same time, do you really want to be known as the kid that that Made had all the yearbooks? Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> so. But but again, you know, like you said, if it was, you well, know, maybe it was his mom. Maybe it was his mom. Maybe, you know? maybe I don't know. And, and and you know, this isn't a, a knock on him or his mom or anything, because you know, everybody's different. But what I'm saying is, try to be able to find the humor in things, so that way you get out of this victimhood, yeah. right? And and, yeah. and that's one of the things that we want to talk about is not being a victim. So if you if you're constantly being offended by something that's like blatantly obvious, like you're in a wheelchair, you're disabled, you know, you were in an accident, like stuff like that is obvious, right? Everybody's gonna see it. Everybody's gonna, you know, like it's you know it's not a secret. You're not gonna hide it from people. So like you need to get over the point of people. Uh, victimizing you you know like at that point you're choosing to be a victim yourself right like you need to get out of that mind space that that it's like the people are are saying things to hurt you or, or you know have you know bad intent with things right and again all of this comes down to context of what's going on and if you're not developing yourself like we like we talk about you know you you might be socially inept to understand that's you know, the, the context yeah. as well which yeah. but that's you know that happens is you know all the time it's a different story but, though right and, and and that's what i'm saying is like i feel like you would know primarily t- typically you you're gonna know if somebody said something to be mean uh-huh. and yeah. spiteful or if they're trying to make a joke and sure maybe it crossed the line a little bit but you don't have to get on and start a page on facebook of you know anti you know joe blow who decided to say something mean you know about my my wheelchair tire mm-hmm. you know it's like come on you know it's like you you need to be able to to, to let that go you know it's like my my grandma um who i, I love dearly um very old she's an old lady and uh she she comes from an age or from a time period where calling someone crippled is normal Mm -hmm. anybody that was disabled in any way they're crippled right i tell you what to me that that word used to used to offend me a lot well me me too me too and it absolutely so much so that uh, that she would use that referring to me and I would actually go to my bedroom and cry. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then I got to the point to where I had to grow 
on the inside, you know, and say, okay, she's not meeting this in a in in a mean. It's just vindictive literally. Way. It's like a uh, the the definition, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. So so in order for me to get out of that, you know, I started making jokes about it at school. Mm-hmm. Right. And and this was you know back in the the nineties and whatever when gangs were all big, and I was like, oh yeah, man. You know, I'm, I'm in a gang. I'm part of the Crips. You know, it's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. And I was in like the third grade or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but but I was big. trying to make, yeah, <laughs> I was trying to make a joke even back then, you know, to take something that, that used to offend me and find humor in it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's the key because otherwise, and, and I still don't like that word, you know, it's, it's not my favorite word to use. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not like I can carry on a conversation if somebody's like, oh, you know, so how long have you been crippled? And mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you know, I've been, you know, in a wheelchair for 23 years. Yeah. Just flip it, twist it and go. Yeah, twist it's it not in a good way. It's not even like. Uh, just like, you know, your gra- the way your grandma was using it. It's just a part of somebody's vocabulary, you know, right. and it's it's honestly not even something that people would think twice about, you know, Cripple people being offended by, right? You know, it's it's literally like I don't know. I could see people being like, "Well, why are you offended by that?" It, this, it's it's like the definition of what you are, right? But it's I don't know. I think it just comes with a stigma, you know. And um, for me, I don't. I never really like tried to like find humor in it, but it just normalized it because is it's normal in a way and yeah. and for me like i i agree with everything you're saying like you have to absolutely find humor in uh in your situation and what you're doing when you're finding things humorous and you're is you're you're normalizing it and you're not like you're not like putting some ideal in your head and something that's that's like more Something that holds more weight than it should, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, to send this off, man, I have a joke for you. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> to the guy in the wheelchair who stole my camouflage jacket, you can hide, but you can't run. <laughs> but I'm bunch. No, that's great. <laughs> no. Um, so, so, basically, you know, what, what I want people to get out of this uh, talk is this. People are instinctively going to try to joke to ease a situation. That's mm-hmm. human nature. Yeah. It happens all the time. What's going to end up happening if you are so, I keep using the word stoic, and that's the only word I know. If, if, if you're so stone-faced about it, mm-hmm. they're going to get to the point to where they don't want to be around you because they know that they can't relax, they can't have fun with yeah. you. You know, and, and again, it's different than... If I if I wheel into a room and everybody starts pointing and laughing and like, ah, look at the cripple guy. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's different than if I run in the room and somebody turns on the radio and, you know, they see me rolling, starts playing, <laughs> yeah. you know, or riding yeah. dirty. You yeah. Know, some, you know, that's that's funny. You know, that's really funny. Right. Um, f- for my brother's wedding, I sang uh, save a horse, ride a gimp. <laughs> you know, a little inappropriate. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But but I did, you know. Uh 
you know, it, it was it was great. And people were dancing and they were laughing their heads off. I had a great time. And it was all, you know, it, it was all to 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 make people laugh and and just to I don't know, to, to, to have fun with release the tension. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and because uh, for people that don't know, know your brother's in a wheelchair as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not Both like it's yeah, it's not like you were making that joke for yourself. Right. You know? So so you, Which you is just a, have to an incredibly. I mean, I love that joke at the wedding. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, like I said, a little, little inappropriate, but it's all right. Um, but no, I just please be just as you want other people to be considerate about your feelings and your disability. Mm-hmm. Be considerate of others as they try to take something um, that is as serious as you being disabled and they're going to try to make you feel better. Sometimes they will joke. Sometimes it might cross a line. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you judge the situation. If this is a friend of yours, if this is somebody that you know that isn't vindictive or mean, um, then they probably mean it innocently. And it's okay to laugh at. It's okay to fun, be, to, to, to have fun with it and to go with it. And, you know, all the time I'll, I'll, I, I work, right? So somebody will go to hand me something and I just stare at them. Because I can't lift my hand and grab it, you know, and I'm right. like, uh, you want to put that in my hand? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Yeah. You know, and yeah. other people, they're like, oh, what's going to happen now? You know, is he going to get all mad? It's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want people that I said that that way to be funny, yeah. you know, and uh, so, yeah. So make sure to, I don't know, just be yourself and have fun with life. You know, it's too serious anyway. So we, we need to we need to do better. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. This was the uh, the the highlight of my day coming home and being able to to tell jokes about disabled people because <laughs> I love making fun of them. No, no, I don't. That's 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 terrible. Um, all right, guys. Until next time, it's Man vs. Wheelchair. And we'll see you later. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair podcast. If you guys got this far, that's amazing. And I hope you got some value. And I want you to do one more thing for me. Go to manvswheelchair.com and sign up to join the club. That's where we're going to give you exclusive content and more tips on how to level up in life. So go do that right now. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that follow button.